Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to Why You Talking. I'm your host, Michael. Today, I got a special guest. This is my brother-in-law, Martin Chino. He is actually a professional gamer. Right now, he's on a break. His last team was actually the Gorillas. So we're actually here to talk about different things so you could get to know him and we could just have some fun. So, Martin, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, my name's Martin Chino. I went by the alias uh, Chino, and then I changed it to Chin later on. And uh, I've been a professional gamer for around 10 years. Been playing games for longer than that, but that's pretty much uh, my backstory on it. Um, <laughs> on that, you let them know what game you, you were most known for playing. Uh, I mainly played uh, Call of Duty. I played like another like other games like casually and stuff, but the main game I went pro in and did most of my stuff in was Call of Duty. Then it was all of the uh, different games that came out over the years. Did you uh, did you ever do any competitions? Yeah, I went to tournaments for the past ten years. So it was like uh, we traveled pretty much all around the U.S. and then. Uh, we were like in leagues. There was a franchise league that came around like later on, and then uh, did a couple of overseas events. But it was mostly just around the U.S. area. How was that experience? Uh, it was dope. I mean, I was really young when I started doing it, so it was uh, at first it was a little weird, I guess, going to all these places so young. But as I got older and stuff, uh, it was cool to just like look around, start kind of explore more places, and yeah, it was nice. How was the culture like? Like. What, 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 where was your most favorite place that you traveled while you were doing those competitions? Um, favorite was probably. I really, I honestly, there was a. It's kind of like a little place that we we didn't really go there like over the past couple of years, but uh, we used to go to Columbus, and it was like a place in Easton, and it was really cool because we'd go there for about two weeks at a time. And they would put us in, like, little apartments around the area. And it was just, like, a little studio would just, like... It was basically you're hanging out with a bunch of your friends, like, other, like, people you played against for two weeks and just playing video games like in a competition. So that was probably my favorite place to go personally, but, yeah. What was your favorite memory of it? Like, like being with those people, like, what was your favorite memory of it? I know you guys had to have some sort of, like, giddy moments, moments where you just laughed your butt off. Mm. I don't know. I, I wasn't really much to go out all that much, like when everybody else would. But probably um, it would it would either have to be the time when we won we won a tournament in New, uh, New Orleans, and uh, over there like seafood and stuff is really popular. Oh man! And I remember we went out. Uh, it was like near Bourbon Street, just just some restaurant, and everybody's like, "Oh, you gotta try oysters, gotta try oysters." And me and my teammate <laughs> were like, "Nah, like we're not gonna do that." Yeah, and, uh, and event like eventually like it came around. We were like, oh screw it, like let's try it. Like who cares? Yeah, and we tried it. And me and him were just like both disgusted. Like we could not oh, handle man. it. Was at it all. like chewy? Like because I've never tried oysters, it, but I've heard like it's like, like slimy. Like like uh, yeah, like it was. They were like, the oh, snail? you gotta put hot sauce on it. And I'm uh, like, no. I don't, I don't think no, the hot no, sauce no, is saving no. that. Oh no no no, <laughs> I can't do that. Um, so I know that you used to actually like live in gamer houses how is that like like how is that whole experience and how does that work like living in a gamer house on top of being a professional gamer you know like i know they have to pay you some sort of like wage for being a part of their team like how does that whole concept work yeah so 
the first house I lived in was I went to Florida for a bit. That was like 2016. Yeah. And I lived there for like about a month, but I wasn't really. Uh, I didn't really like it too much because I was like really early on into when like teams were trying to have team houses and they thought that that was like the best kind of play yeah. and move. And it was just, I don't know, maybe it was because of the organization I was on at the time. It just wasn't really that big, and it wasn't, like, as professional, so I wasn't really... I feel it. I it wasn't it. really the best, but then uh, when I was on Gorillas, for them, um, instead of, like, one house that we stayed at, we had a... Uh, we would all live in, like, uh, apartments. Yeah. And that's what most teams do nowadays, is they have uh, apartments that everybody kind of lives in around the area. Yeah. And then they have a facility that's, like, they try to do it, like, not too far, like, maybe, like, a drive away or a walk away so it was um when i was on gorillas it was really nice like you just had your apartments they like the teams you're on usually fund they either give you a stipend so they pay most of it or they like just basically pay it out of pocket themselves so so like okay so they the team would pay the initial team would pay for your residency yeah so a lot of teams what they do is like you'll have a salary and then it just depends on the team you kind of join. Like, some teams will pay for it. Um, well, most teams pay for it, like, where if, if they want you to relocate to where they're, they're at or oh, base. okay. And then, so some teams will give you a stipend, and then some teams will... Some teams actually have, like, company apartments where it's, like, they just pay for it, like, out of the company, and you just you mm. can stay there. Oh, all right. That, I get that. I get that. And then, like, so you said, like, Y'all have a salary, and then they'll pay for your residency. So, like, how does the salary work? Do you agree upon some, like, baseline thing? Or do you, like, like do they offer you something, then you agree upon it? Or do, can you, like... It's... Every every salary is pretty much, a, like, a negotiation. Like, just depending on uh, the team you're joining, how good of a player you are. Or even if you have, like, an agent representing you, like, they can... Obviously, if you have, like, agents or something, they'll push for the most or what they can get. So... Okay, okay. It's all just based on the player and just your different kind of situations i guess and then how like with the tournaments like when you would fly to the tournaments what would happen if like how does that work like when you guys win because i know that you did a lot of salary based like um tournaments like where you guys taking second place and stuff like that how do they split the profits between the players and how does that initially work like because i'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be trying to branch out and trying to do that in today's day and age a lot of people are entrepreneur and they're trying to do different things of for themselves and I know a lot of younger younger people right now that what they're trying to do is they're trying to stem out and, and fulfill their dreams and their goals and a lot of them are drifting towards gaming because that's something that occupies their time really intrigues their mind and, and captivates what they like to do so like how how does the whole gaming going out there doing tournaments process work per se yeah so usually these events they'll be planned out like as the year goes on or like they'll have a whole roadmap like for the year yeah so teams usually will like uh like organizers or whatever it just depends i guess on the tournament like yeah sometimes the organizers of the tournaments will pay for like the teams to fly out there and stuff like that but mostly nowadays it's like the franchises they all know when the tournaments are going to be and stuff like that yeah so the they'll like book your flights your hotels stuff like that and then usually what teams do is like so there'll be whatever the prize is, say first place is, I don't know, like 80K. Yeah. So. Dang, 80K? Like, have you ever played a game? Have you ever played something where it was like that high or was like 50? Yeah. So like, that's a, like my first tournament I won, it was like first place was like 80K. Dang. So it's, it's like, so it just depends on the team you're on, I guess. 
Yeah. But most teams, like for us, it was just us four players, and then obviously we had like our sponsor. Yeah. So we would keep. I think our sponsor took. At that on that team, I've, usually sponsors range from like twenty to ten percent is like what they want out of the tournaments. Yeah. So it's like I think for us on that team, it was I want to say ten percent. It was either ten or fifteen percent. So every player. So we won the tournament. So every player would get twenty k each because there was four of us on the team. Yeah. And then out of our out of our twenty k was like the ten or fifteen or whatever it was for the sponsor. Yeah. So then we would like walk out with like you know like sixteen k something like that. And it's like, it's it's not too bad when you really think about it though because, like obviously, like like that's they're, a they're, quarter they're, of a, that's like depending on who you are like yeah. some people make sixteen thousand in a year you know what I mean yeah. in a year so like you're playing a video game and you're putting your all into it. how how long are the competitions like how many days span um, well for that one it was well the tournaments that you like the big tournaments they're like yeah. usually three days see like and for three days. And you just play your heart out, you know what I mean? In three yeah. days, you're able to break it down and just get 16. You get more than the person working at McDonald's. Well, not today's day and age. They, they're making like, what, 15, actually sometimes even $18 an hour right now. Yeah. But, but like, you're still making more than the average person in, in um, making, like, minimum wage would make in a year, you know? Yeah. In just three-day sitting. So, like, you're, you're right. It doesn't break down pretty bad at all, like. If I could do that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, dude. Well, I was going to say, it's like, um, so, like, a lot of these teams, too, like you said, like, they pay you. So, it's yeah. like, if you're making, like, the two, like, around like around that, I think we were making, like, two to three K a month from that team. Yeah. Which is, that's not even, like, the standard today. Like, you make, like, I think now for, like, the Call of Duty League, like, the minimum, like, uh, salary a year is, like, 50-some thousand. What? Yeah, so it's like... Bro, so you're telling me that I don't even have to be working where I'm working, bro, struggling, like, like busting my butt for all them hours. All I have to do is just go get really good at a game, <laughs> with, or get good at COD, you know what yeah. I mean? Go I mean, out there and it's, just, it's not as easy as that, but, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's a lot of, uh, like, it's, I don't know, it's tough at first. Yeah. Trying to get into it, because it's a lot different now. Because, like, back then, you could kind of make a name for yourself by... Um, you could go pro like by yourself back then. Like you didn't, there was no yeah. franchising. So it's like if your team placed in these tournaments and you qualify for these pro leagues, like you would just make it. Like yeah, and you'd be able to find like a sponsor that would pay you. But it's like now you have to go through. That's the thing that's really tough about uh, doing esports in general is like it's such a crazy job and it's so day to day that it's like. Like I said, like, I was winning tournaments. Like, I was doing really good. Yeah. And it's, like, now, like, I, like, it's, like, I won't even get signed to, like, a CDL team, even if I am as good as I am, just because it's, I don't know, it's just, like, a new age. Like, people think that, like, uh, somebody else might be better. There might be, like, a younger star that's, you know, they'd rather take the risk on him, you know? Yeah, I feel And you, it's, I feel like, you. that's what's good is, like, you can make a lot of money, but at the same time, you could literally make nothing, like, a lot of, especially now, because, like I was saying, the whole franchise. Yeah. Um, a lot of there's like a challengers league or like the amateur league kind of I guess to get into the or for like to get your talent recognized to get into the pro league. Yeah. And you could be playing that every day for a year and make zero dollars. And it's like it's just kind of like a passion at that point. You're trying to get to the money, but it's like it's tough. It's yeah, uh, it's, How do, it's a lot of time. 
my, my apologies. I didn't mean to interrupt. But how did you manage to get? Because I, I know I know the backstory about like how you one day just decided, you know what I mean, that you were like, no, I'm done with school. Like you came up to your mom and you told her like, hey, I, I want to go and I want to be a professional gamer. She said, let's make it happen. You know what I mean? And then she supported you every step of the way. How did you manage to go from just deciding to do that, dropping out and just bouncing and just end up doing it? like a year or two later, bro. Cause literally all I, all I know is that I, like I seen a post from your mom saying you're flying out to your first tournament. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So how did you manage to, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of just like, I've always played video games. Like it's always been something I've always done. And I felt like I was like to myself, I thought I was literally the best. Yeah. So well, you're your biggest competition. Yeah. So. It was like, I thought I was the best. I thought I could do something and make some money out of it. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much like what I did. I just, like I said, it was different back then too. Like you could go to these tournaments and you could just be pro. Like you could instantly get recognized or something like that. Just from that. So what I'm saying is like, how did you, how did you manage to go from just playing the game to going to your first competition? Like, how did you even get noticed to even be able to be like, hey, we want you on on our team, you know? Mm, I mean, it's just like a, a lot of these tournaments are you kind of just do it on your own. Like, yeah, you could just literally buy a team pass, fly your like fly out and go to these tournaments. And for <laughs> me, that. like uh, that's pretty much like what kind of happened for me is like I there's like a website called Game Battles and you can yeah. basically just like sign up and like play against other people, like other teams. Yeah. And back then it was a lot more popular. Like you could actually play really good players back then, like. Nowadays, it's not as popular. It's not as big of a site. Yeah. But, like, back then, it was, like, it was the main site. It was, like, the one thing you could really do. So I met players through there, and then it's kind of just, like, we're, like, hey, we all want to try to compete at these tournaments, and we all think we're good enough, so. Let's do it type stuff. Yeah. I, I got you. I got you. Oh, man, dude, like, because I, I would have never thought it, bro, like, because, like, things, things have changed. You know what I mean? You moved on up. Like, you helped your mom buy her her herself a house you know and and you've done a lot you know what i mean you've done a lot with your money you got a lot to show for it you know obviously check out his setup he got he got to <laughs> he got the setup going on here like you can't tell but he has three different monitors he has a stand tall monitor too so um he's still at it he's just taking a break so but um but man like it, it, it was it's crazy dude it's crazy how you just but like I still trip out because like you literally set your mind to it said I wanted to do this one thing okay and then you literally just said screw it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna dive deep I'm gonna dive in it you know I got I got potential so I'm gonna dive in with my potential I'm gonna give my all to the potential but I'm gonna be patient about it and then watch it evolve so I was like man other than that uh how many teams total have you been on Oh man, I I don't even know if I could count it out. Like I've like I said, I've been playing for I played for over ten years. So yeah, that's a whole decade. Yeah, it's like uh, there, especially in how I guess Call of Duty is compared to other I guess esports. Like yeah, you could be on one team the whole year, or you could be on five different teams in one year. Like it's I don't know, it's very like day to day on that. But I guess my most like notable teams was. I was on TK, which is Team Caliber, and that's the team I won the tournaments on. Yeah. And then I joined Envy, uh, and then it's, like, a really popular brand across, like, all games that 
They actually ju- they just merged with Optic, so it's like they're the same team now. Yeah. And then I was um, in the CDL. I was under OGLA, which is like the uh, it was like the Optic when they kind of like sold off for a bit. Yeah. And then after that, I joined the Los Angeles Gorillas, and I'd probably say those were like the last couple big teams i was on i was actually i was on g2 also which is like a european organization but those are probably like the biggest teams that people would probably recognize me from or know me from um which one was your favorite my favorite team is probably the tk team i was well i was also on a team like when i was first coming up called noble but uh probably the tk team either one of those teams it was just like on those teams, we had probably unmatched passion, and it was like, yeah, you could just tell that everybody wanted to really succeed, and like yeah, they people, really had to push for yeah, it. Yeah, and like people were really tough on each other, but also it's like we were like brothers on that team. Like we yeah. would fight and argue and everything to get better, but like we would just brush it off, and it's like in the end, you knew you guys had the talent. And yeah, you guys were like just at the end of the day, you guys let it be about the game. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we would argue and yell at each other, but then, like, a game would start and be like, all right, let's lock in. Like, yeah. Well, that, that's dope, bro. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, man, I could only imagine, bro. I could only imagine, like, the feelings you had, like, when you won your game, like, the stress and trying to, like, keep calm in those moments where you're, like, you know you're the last one on there with this person right here, and you're just like, dang, dude, like, and then you got the the winning kill, you know? Yeah. I was like, I could only imagine, like, especially when you know that, like, say, 20000 is going to be hitting your bank account, you know, if you win this. Like, how was it when you guys came in second place? That's what I want to know is how how was it when you guys came in second place? Yeah, so there was, like, a couple tournaments where I got, like, second. And it's, like, those moments really, I don't know, they just, like, they sting. Like, at the same, like you're happy because, like, you know that you, like, it just depends, I guess, like, at, the, at first, it kind of really stings. You're like, oh, man, like, we could have won, like, if I would have made so many different plays, like, yeah, if we were to just done this instead of that. Like, that's all you're kind of thinking about when you, like, lose right away, especially seeing, like, the team kind of just, like, celebrating. And you're just like, damn, like, that could have been us. Like, that's the thing you always think of. Yeah. And, like, for me, I think that kind of really motivated me a couple of times when um, I did win my tournaments because it's, like, the whole time running through my head, like, when I was playing in, like, some of those finals, it was like, I don't want to be that person, like, sitting down. Like, I don't want to have to be that guy to just watch them. Like, that like, can't be me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, those second places suck, but at the same time, like, you really, like, after it's over and done, you kind of um, appreciate it a little bit because you're just like, I know what I need to do to be better. And then at the same time, you're like, I still made a good amount of money. So it's yeah. like, uh, I'll be all right. I just, it sucks when you lose, though, for sure. So, like, so, like, how... When, <laughs> how like in second place is there like um how's the difference normally in, on the competitions is like say you said that eighty thousand dollar one yeah so like, it's like how was the second place one I think it's I guess it really just depends but I I think sometimes it's around like uh like usually around like half of what the first place prize wins so it's like say yeah. if the first is eighty like second's like forty or something mm, I get you I get you I see I see. Man, that, it's like it's when you get to like the top four range is when the prize like a lot of the prize pools are like way higher. Like you get like top eight, you'll make like maybe like a couple thousand if you're like lucky, like depending on how big the prize pool is. 
Yeah. But then it's like when you get up to like the top four ranges, that's when it's like really starts to just like hike up and you make a lot more money. That's dope. That's dope. Well, um, anything, any advice you want to give them prior to, to us getting ready to end this? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, um, I would say for anybody who's really trying to get into esports or anything like that is, um, first, I would say a lot of the times now, a lot of the esports are around like 18 plus. So it's like if you're a younger kid, like don't stress yourself out over it. Like, obviously, if it's like a passion you want and something you're thinking about, like I would play the game, like play like these little, like say any little tournaments or you know, uh, pick up games or anything you can, like, if you want to get better, like, obviously do that. And like, if it's your passion, but don't make it like, um, your whole life, I would say, because like I said, esports is very day to day. And sometimes it's like one opportunity can take you to the top, but then it's like that same opportunity can also be like a reason why you're like, you don't really know what to do after that. Like you get the opportunity. Sometimes people just, um, like, you don't get a second chance. So it's, like, don't put all your marbles into just playing this and only doing that. And also, like, um, just believe in yourself. Have a lot of fun. Um, enjoy the people that are around you when you're doing it. And I would say just uh, don't get, like, egotistical, too. Like, that's another thing I, I notice a lot of uh, younger players, especially when they get into it, is, like, they think they're better than everybody else, which is not a bad mindset. Like, obviously, you should believe in yourself, but... I would say, like, don't burn bridges with people because, you never, like, you never really know who can help you get to that next level. Yeah, I, I feel that one. I feel that one. Like, because uh, I've, I've seen a lot of people that said that a lot of things is, like, when people don't suit their their stuff or what they're pursuing and they come they come at hindrance or they don't match to what they need them to, to match with anymore, they kind of just cut them off. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of people will do that, like, especially like especially it's it's any any competitive job really like if they can't gain anything out of it like a lot of people will just kind of turn their back to you and it's like it's a little selfish yeah i mean but that's what i mean like i feel like there's a lot of genuine people out there too though that aren't like about that and they will like those are the people you want to stay around and those are the people you want to keep around and not just kind of blow them off just because you met one like a random off person that's like you know you're you can't trust people because of them like i wouldn't be like that you yeah. never really know. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Oh, and um, I'd like to personally apologize for all the background noise that you hear coming through this podcast this time around. We're kind of going through a a, a special time right now in his in his home. There's a lot of animosity going on right now. So sorry for the beeping of the computer. Sorry for the background sounds of the children running in the back or. In the People, garage. Yeah, the garage lifting and all that. I'd like to personally apologize for that interruptions. Um, but other than that, like, we we do appreciate you guys tuning in for this podcast. You know, it's something that we wanted to bring to you as a different light. You know, I, I, I know that he has a background on something that's really interesting that not many people get to experience in life. So I decided to bring him on here to be able to voice his own um outlook and an opinion on what he's been through and how he's seen it and how he experienced it just for anybody that wants to pursue that and has a passion for that and want to go that direction at least this way you could not just see it from a from a standpoint from a gamer standpoint but you could also take the life lessons and look at it in the entrepreneurship because a lot of what he just said 
about how people drop you when you don't suit what they want or they can't get anything out of you anymore. They drop you like a bad habit, you know. That goes on for anything, you know. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. You can't hold true to just one thing when when people are unreliable, you know. Because, if, like he said, if you trust all in the EA, then what happens is that's not sustainable. That's not reliable. That that thing could just, they could kick you off, and then all of a sudden you're not making no money. You're not playing no games except for what you're doing yourself, you know. So I appreciate it. I appreciate having you on the on the show, Martin. I re- really appreciate you taking time out of your, your day-to-day to actually sit down with me and, and explain some things to the listeners, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you for having me. Oh, well, appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, dude, because, like, I'm telling you, like, it it was good. It was good. You know, like, I was all enthusiastic about it. You know, I've been bugging you all day, bro, just to sit down with me. You know, I told you, I was like, hey, we're going to sit down for a while. We'll try to shoot this out, you know. So um, anything else? Anything? My bad. (laughs) Anything else you got to say before we sound off, man? Um, Not really, man. Just... Like I said, just have fun, stay true to yourself, and you'll you'll get far. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning up, tuning in to us. You know, on why you talking. Hope to see you next time. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace out.